This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Hi, talkers. It is a hump hump day and a nice sunny one at that. We got a great weekend ahead, which is cool, you guys, for weather. But you know what I want to ask you guys about? How was your wonderful night last night? Oh, the book club event. It was was great. It was just fantastic. Really fun. It was so fun. First of all, the book club restaurant is so lovely. They did such a great job hosting it. And then to have, I mean, people were there, Lori, listeners that went to on our very first New York trip trip with us back in like 2004 really? or five mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. we used to go on these trips um Grant and it wow. was just so fun to see faces of people who haven't seen in a long time and Lorna Landvig Landvik 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 is so bloody funny that's what I heard author oh, she's and cool yeah and raised really good fun. money for tubman mm-hmm. um it was it was a great night it yeah. was our first i mean we didn't know what to expect and um and book club restaurant did such a nice job they didn't everyone it loves reading and there were i mean lorna was uh such a huge draw because she's written so many books and she's like a treasure like louis anderson is a treasure we're used to having her around and you know, she's just sunshine. She is sunshine. She's like Leslie Grant, Jordan she's so that fun. way. And she's got a new book coming out, Last Circle of Love, on December 6th. And she's going to be in studio with us to talk about it. But if Good. people want to pre-order it. It's wonderful. At Valley Books. That's a great. It's, it's, yeah. It's, she's it's again, so good. She's just the greatest grant. Yeah. She really is. So, so I suppose they're going to want to do this again. What's yeah. that? I suppose they're going to want another book club event. I I would think so based <laughs> off the response love, from that. Yeah, I mean people love. And there were a handful books. of guys there. Yeah, there were. There were a handful of guys. Yeah, there. I know that, that uh, nice. one of our winners last week was a male a male winner. So yeah. Oh, that's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we had a good time. It was really fun. Yeah. Anyway, I brought in Julia um, before I go to bowling. Be, all right, Lori's going to bowling tonight. Are you going to bowl? Oh, yeah. Okay, so your arm doesn't hurt this week. Oh, no, it Last hurts. Last week, okay. She's <laughs> got a nice thing on her knee. Uh-huh. I've got, I've got my oh, ball. Oh, she's got her stress ball for her arm and elbow. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It looks like a dryer ball, right. truth be told. I'm hoping you're going to put this sort of over my, this pain-relieving lidocaine solanopos patch. Those are amazing. Sort of like right on my shoulder right here. Okay. And then, she's got a whole bag of tricks here for, um, oh, we're going to use the tape. And I'm going to use elastic tape. sports tape, and you're going to tape up both of my knees. On your knees. All right, so we're going to be stripping down in the studio. <laughs> Did I tell you I'm a part-time PT? I'm a part-time physical well, therapist. You, yeah. I Honestly. know, we kind of all are. I mean, we are. They do such a great job, but yeah. everyone seems to have their, as we age, one of those fun things we all get our little aches and pains all right that's right and Casey said to me he goes you know bowling is the worst thing of, for all the issues you have because it's on. the shoulder elbow on the same side as you bowl. of course it is Lori. Yeah. you lift a very heavy ball and throw it down the row that's right it's silly it is but yet i live to give people crap and you have my it. big gingers and talk dirty 
And and one can only do that apparently at a bowling alley on a Wednesday night. You know, where else would you have that opportunity? It is. It's the camaraderie of having this group of people that you get together that you know. And it's totally fun. And to lose that would be horrible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I mean... Anyway, but I'm not bowling now then for the next two weeks. So, so you'll have time. If I can, you know, kind of maybe just do twice a month, but I'm so over eager to sign up for many slots. Yeah. Because it's a many, many years. The long season. season. One week. Yes. Oh. oh, long one. I used to do it. I used to do it. But we have a 10 person team, so that oh. it used to be like I remember when I would be on a five person That's team. That's what I was, a five, four or five, yeah. And everyone would bowl every week. That's all it was. But it was good. But man. people just had the time commitment, you mm-hmm. know? I find bowling to be after a game, I'm done. Yeah. Because I have to throw you. the ball so many times. Right. And if you're not picking up your marks and you're bowling three games, boy, is it ever long. Oh, yeah. It's like golf. When yeah. you can't, your ball doesn't go in the air and you just keep right. swinging and you hit the ground and it hurts. Now, where was Alexa posting that thing today? Is she posting well, that? So oh. she's doing something with that tomorrow. Okay. But but Quinn did post to our face, my talk Facebook page, our little show prep game oh. we play. Oh, Thank goodness. Can so we say what it is or we should about, not say what it is? Or should we wait for Alexa? Well, Alexa, it's, it's already posted so oh. she's got some costume thing it's homemade hysterical. costume thing she's doing and then we were i was modeling one today for her for something she's doing tomorrow and then we incorporated into our show prep. you were a t-shirt with red solo cups so we played beer pong yes. but with off, his chest. Eyeballs. <laughs> off his chest off his chest yes. with eyeballs and i want to say you got four out of five I got they all went in. Yeah, you were on point. Yeah, yeah, she couldn't get one. <laughs> I couldn't get one after I bragged about my good You're going skills. on and on and on, and I just start, I'm like, be quiet. I just and she just throwing started them. throwing, Sinking and them. they just started going in. I'm like, what the hell? Yes. Do you win at beer pong a lot? Last I played. I mean, you do play um, pickleball and tennis, so it would make sense that you would be good at balls. Yeah, good with little tiny balls. Oh, this is hysterical. <laughs> this is hysterical. This is great. Pickleball is a wiffle ball. It is. It's not Again. small. It's the size of that thing you've got on your arm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, um, Lori, it was luck. Yeah. It was pure, well, it was pure, pure luck. luck. I couldn't believe it. They just kept going in. And it was all <laughs> captured on film. It was. It was nice. You mm-hmm. can check it out at mytalk1071.com uh, Facebook page there. So all That right. is a funny game. It is. That's a funny costume, though. I really thought, what Excellent. a great idea. And then you bring the little balls, bag of balls. And then if you just play off my chest. I mean, that could be really a fun night out. She yeah. just made it. She took a t-shirt and then she took some, you know, Velcro, double-sided yeah. Velcro and put to the cup, you know, sticky Velcro She's one so side crazy. of the cup and one side of the chest. And those mm-hmm. things stood on there, you know, yeah. no problem. So crafty. Yeah. Um, I, I like wish, that outfit. I wish I had a camera at home that I could turn on and watch Casey try on his prison outfit. <laughs> so because he has, I, you talked him into being I talked him into your sex life. Oh, you did? My, yes, my sexy Elvis prisoner of love. Now he's Elvis. Yeah, because he's okay. going to wear the oh, Elvis gosh. sunglasses with the, the sideburns. Jobs, yeah. But... You're I'm worried about the outfit being too clingy for him. So I or told he's him he's smaller than both of us. Uh, but Julia, <laughs> this is a clingy material, and I'm thinking he's going to have to wear long underwear. Is it underneath. like knit or something? No, or? it's like a clingy fabric. 
It well, would, that would be a. You neck. might see some shadows. Uh, are you saying a jersey? Yeah. Yes, kind of a jersey oh, in black jersey. and white stripe, and I think he might have. Um, are they leggings? Kind of, kind <laughs> of, and I feel like the modesty is going to be a bit much. He's not a man who's used to. He wearing could wear leggings. a man moan. He could put on a cup on a jock strap. You love a jock strap, <laughs> Larry. I do love a jock strap, and he has one. Oh, tell him to wear it. Tell him to wear that because yeah. that's easy coverage. Should I get him to wear it outside of his costume? No, that would look silly. Adds to the spice. Huh? Huh? No, I he think you never. have him wear it um, inside, and then you... And he could wear long johns, because it yeah. is an outside party, but there I think go. it's going to be pretty nice. I think Saturday. it is, this like weekend. 45. Yeah. Well, actually, we've got Google. 65 on Friday for a high, 65 on Saturday for a high, Sunday 62, and Monday 63. Only a low of 46, middle of the night on Monday. Yeah, so. we'll oh, good. Good, All good right, weekend listen. ahead. Uh, when we come back, it's our story we can't get enough of. Hey, everybody. Happy hump day to you on this Wednesday, October... 26. Are we falling forward this weekend? Backward, not this weekend. It's next weekend. Yeah. Okay. Just wondering. Yes. Just wondering when that was. Okay. So, Matthew Perry's new memoir, which is not even coming out until next Tuesday, called Friends, Lovers, and the Big Terrible Thing. Uh, There's so many. Uh, unbelievable stories. Last week, we heard a lot of stories about the big, terrible thing, which is basically his opioid uh, addiction. This week, the excerpts we're getting, Julia, is the lovers. Oh. We are getting the lovers, and it is so, so good. He is an interesting uh, dating history. Uh, I mean, yesterday we talked a little bit about how he dated Julia Roberts for a year no, only two months. Oh, two months, excuse me. A year, two months. Well, 95 to 96. It went over. <laughs> okay. The spillover. January to February. <laughs> yeah. December to January. And uh, they dated for two months after she made a cameo in, the, in a 1995 episode of Friends. And he broke things off with her after meeting her family and dating for two months because he felt he would never be enough for her and he could see the breakup coming. So he broke up with her first. That's very relatable. That's insecure. Yep. But it's very relatable. You're like, this isn't going to work. You know, why bother? He dated for a year Yasmin Bleeth. Oh. Life imitates art because... She um, was on Baywatch. Yes, yes. Yeah. She was on Baywatch. That's where she would have been. And that's... They dated in real life for about a year. Um but he continued to make several references in Friends to Yasmin's character mm-hmm. in Baywatch. Yasmin Glee. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Yasmin yeah. Blee, he, yeah. Yeah. He would always reference that. Yeah. He, I mean, he really liked to date his co star. He dated Nev Campbell um, in 1998 because uh, they were in a movie called Three to Tango. Okay. And. Um, so they called it quits, though, before the movie even hit the uh, theaters. And then he dated. Um, his first serious relationship was with this soap star, um, Maeve Quinlan. She played uh, Megan Conley on The Bold and the Beautiful for 10 years. Yeah, okay, never watched that one. And they dated for three years. All right. Uh, not sure why they broke up, but they've they posed together about three years after on some red carpet. So no okay. bad feelings. He dated Lauren Graham in 2003. Really? Yeah, she was on the Gilmore Girls. They were in a movie, Birds of America, together. But it was just like a one-year relationship. And then he dated um, this professional volleyball player, Rachel Dunn. 
Okay. Right. Uh, for like two years. And she made the most red carpet appearances with him. Okay. He'd, she'd be his Emmys date. She was dating him when friends came to an end. Okay. And uh, he spoke publicly about her. And it was kind of um, the first time where he w- like gushed. Yes. About a girlfriend. Okay. Then he dated Lizzie Kaplan from Masters of love, Sex love for this. four years. Um, he met her. She had been on Mean Girls. They dated for six years. That was his longest romance to date. And they kept their relationship out of the spotlight. But in 2013, um, Lizzie Kaplan, this was after they broke okay. up, let it be known, she would not en- entertain any questions whatsoever about Matthew Perry. Uh, and even covered her ears if his name was mentioned. The, it must have been awful for her. She probably tried to get him healthy. I was going to say, yeah. Because how many years was she with him? Six years. Yeah, yeah. she probably kept thinking. She she's, was the one. She's going to try to get him. Yep. She's going to be the one that gets him off the drugs and yeah. alcohol. Mm-hmm. And Ooh. when he he really did take his dating his co-stars is kind of thing, because he revealed how he was in a short-lived 1990 sitcom called Sydney. Starting, starring Valerie Bertinelli himself and Craig Bierko. I don't even know. Who you that know is. Craig from I like do. Boston Legal. Okay. I think he was on, and but he goes. Uh, he played Bertinelli. Matthew Perry played Valerie Bertinelli's brother in this short-lived sitcom. Oh, he. We know him. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he said I fell madly in love with Valerie, who was clearly in a troubled marriage. My crush was crushing. Not only was she way out of my league, but she's married to one of the most famous rock stars right. on the planet. It's important for me, this is what Matthew's writing, to point out here that my feelings for Valerie Bertinelli were real. I was completely captivated. I mean, I was obsessed with her, harbored elaborate fantasies about her leaving Eddie Van Halen Halen, and living the rest of her life with me. And one night, he was over at Valerie and Eddie's house, mm-hmm. hanging out, gazing at Valerie, trying to make her laugh, because when you made her laugh, you felt 10 feet tall. Mm-hmm. As the night progressed, Matthew Perry's writing this, okay. it was clear Eddie enjoyed the fruits of the vine a little too hard one more time, and eventually he passed out about 10 feet away from us. But still, this was my chance. If you think I didn't actually have a chance in hell, you'd be wrong, dear reader. Valerie and I had a long, elaborate makeout session. It was happening. I was hoping she felt the same way I did. Right. He confessed his feelings. He said, I've thought about doing that for a long time. And she said it right back to me. The next day, he told his Sydney co-star and friend, Craig Bierko, about making out with her. And Craig said, you got to be careful, man. Oh, no kidding. She's married. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. 
Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. He is then and Matt- Daddy Van Halen. Yeah, and Matthew Perry writes he had many a tearful night over his misery about Valerie Bertinelli. Mm-hmm. He said, but the show did very badly, and I was so grateful that one month after that fateful night, right. Sydney got canceled, and I never had to see Valerie again. And uh, he also writes, I've spent my whole life being attracted to unavailable women. It doesn't take a psychology degree to figure out this had something to do with my um, issues and my relationship that I had with my mom. So he's really, you know, I even like that he's addressing Dear Reader. Like he's writing yeah, it confessional yeah. And then we're talking about Matthew Perry, if you're just joining yeah. us. He also went on one date with Cameron Diaz. It was a setup. Okay. Um, it was right after she finally broke up with Justin Timberlake. Or okay. I can't remember yep. if he dumped her in 2007. And he remembered he got invited over for a game night at his maybe whose house I don't yeah. know who he is, but he and you're gonna we're gonna see if there's any any chemistry between you and Cam, Cameron. And he writes in his book that he remembers Cameron getting immediately stoned during the group dinner party and wasn't interested in him at all. Mm. And when he said something witty to her during Pictionary, he claims she actually accidentally hit his face while aiming for his shoulder. And I'm like, are you kidding me? So right away, she, he got the brotherly punch. Yeah. yeah. So Friend he knew zoned. nothing's happening yeah. there. Friend zoned, yep. Um, he, he had a massive crush on Jennifer Aniston. Oh, yeah, he writes yeah. about that. He yeah. remembers... Uh, Who didn't? He, right. He, right. He said she had to tell him that they had to just be friends. Yep. And he said, but we can't be friends. I have such a crush on you. She's like, we work together, dude. Yeah. He had a crush on her before friends started, even he said. Yes, yes. Yeah, I, I've i reserved this book. I just don't want everything to come out already before it's coming out. Oh, I don't think I don't think you will. There'll be plenty more to dig into. I yeah, just, it sounds like, I mean, Diane Sawyer is doing a sit-down with him. He has a lot to tell. Right. He has a Hollywood life. He's got... He's probably going to tell us, uh, you know, different acting things that he had. He's going to get into detail. But he detail. was so in his disease for so long. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's only sober 18 months. I think he's had bouts with sobriety in this in the oh, entire yeah. period. But mm-hmm. when you think of 55 Vicodin a day. Yeah, I know. How is that well, even he humanly if, possible? When you watch Friends, he said, if I'm heavy, it's because I'm, I'm boozing. Yep. When I'm skinny, I'm it's pills. Them. When yep. I have a goatee, it's a lot of pills. It's a lot of pills. That's the beginning. I, I mean, and wow. I, I mean, that was my body physique as well. Yeah. I mean, wow. it's the same thing. So it's you crazy. do have this book, I'm Reserved. I wonder I do. if he reads it. I bet he does. Yes. Oh, of course he does. That yeah. would be great. I, you know? I've got it. I right. hope he does. Thank you, Brad. It was a hot night and late night television last night. There were a lot of good people on. I mean, yes. Charlize Theron was on the couch with Kimmel promoting her new movie. And then... 
Um, Sigourney Weaver was on Jimmy Fallon promoting her movie. I just love her. And and then George R.R. R. Martin was on Colbert. Yes. And, of course, if you don't know who he is, he is the author of Game of Thrones yes. in the books. And mm-hmm. the, he did not have a book written for the last season of Game of Thrones. The showrunners created their own ending because George R. R. Martin... R.R. Martin has been writing the rest of the Game of Thrones book for several years. It's called The Winds of Winter. And even when Game of Thrones was on and like it was season five, he was getting asked, how's it, you know, how's it going? Because they had the books to go from. Mm-hmm. And then they had to come up with their own. And they had to yeah. go, So he's been literally being asked about The Winds of Winter since like season four of Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. you know, and so he is on with Colbert and they just had a funny exchange and we get an update on where George R.R. R. Martin is on the next book in the Game of Thrones uh, series. I have to ask you how things are going with Winds of Winter. <laughs> well, I that's a you legal get, requirement. Uh, for me, a legal part of me. You're not legally required, but I, I have a contract that says I have to ask George R. R. Martin those when he comes well, on. Well, I, I am making progress with, uh, um, with the Winds of Winter, mm-hmm. uh, but it's still not done yet. But I, I have... Uh, how much know? are we talking? How, how much are we talking? Uh, well, I... I, I think it's going to be a very big book. It, you know, the biggest books so far were um, the third volume, Storm of Swords, and the fifth yep. volume, Dance with Dragons. Those, those were both about 1,500 pages of manuscript. Yep. This one's going to be bigger than either of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I'm about three-quarters of the way done. I'm wow. done with some of the characters. You know, they're, they're all... They all, the characters all interweave. Sure, sure, So sure. I've actually finished with a couple of the characters. I got... Their whole story, but yes. not others. So uh, okay. I have to, I have to finish all that weaving. But it's still going to take me a while. And- okay, weaving. so yeah, weaving. So the fifth novel, A Dance with Dragons, was published in 2011, and since the Game of Thrones series cut up to the books, the ending of the final season was just hated. Yep. And but Martin has written on his blog that his this book. Will of course have a different ending than the show. He never envisioned boring old, you know, Bran Stark being the king. Okay, wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. And Jon Snow not so, doing so what he this did. This book is going to be an ending to his Game of Thrones, which will differ from the TV HBO's yes. ending to the Game of Thrones. That's right. Nothing to do with House of the Dragon. Well, isn't House of the Dragon George R. R. It R. is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is. So, but. So but this he, is the prequel. Yes. Okay. Well, no, I don't know that this is the prequel. This is House of the Dragons, though. Is the yes, prequel? Is the, the Game prequel, of Thrones? Yes. Okay. And George R. R. Martin, also on his uh, uh, blog, said has written that not all of the characters who survived until the end of um, Game of Thrones will survive until the end of A Song of Ice and Fire. And not all of the characters who died on Game of Thrones will die in A Song of Ice and Fire. Yes, some of the things you saw in Game of Thrones, you will also see in The Winds of Winter, although maybe not in quite the same ways, but much of the rest will be quite different. I mean, this guy is cryptic beyond cryptic. He can keep a secret. Well, 100%. Because he's the only one can follow... I mean, 1,500 pages and this book is going to be even longer? That is something. 
The House of Dragons, is that based on a book that George R. R. Martin wrote somewhere in this, all of this? That's a Google question. That Grant, is. can you Google that? I will see. Because right. House of the Dragon, because, I mean, A Dance with Dragons, we hear a song of fire and ice that gets referenced mm-hmm. in. So it's got to be George R. R. Martin's source material. But the showrunner gave an interview to Variety and said the next that. season... There will be no time jumping. Right. And they're going to have the same characters that they ended this season. Of course. If there's no time jumping, you don't need to have Mm -hmm. three sets of identical twins, which is Mm -hmm. what they made us deal with. And they realize that sometimes the fans do have legitimate criticism. (laughs) And the biggest thing the fans hated was the time jumping and no title card to say. Yeah. Except there was a new actor. And then you're like, is this somebody new? Right. And then a little bit of some of the darkness. But um, I think with the finale this week, you know, was pretty satisfying. I thought so, Epically, too. I thought know, so, too. Epic. So, anyway, um, uh, so these two showrunners were mindful of the flaws and downfall of that last Game of Thrones. Yes. And they're trying to do their own thing. And they are on, they are honoring, interpreting the George R. R. Martin source mm-hmm. material. So it is, but I just don't know which book yes. it is. So it looks like he wrote that with Ryan Condal, the um, the House of the Dragon. So he's got a co-writer with that one in particular. And it was No, no, but it's George R. R. Martin source material, yeah, yes, right? Yes, okay. yes, yes. And Ryan Condal, for, they, they wrote that one together, together. For, okay. H, for HBO. So that's all I'm kind of finding right here. Yeah, so. so anyway, but yeah, no more time jumps so that, you know, people can... I mean, I'd almost just watch House of Dragon next year if you didn't if you missed it. Just mm-hmm. wait until next year and just watch season one and two together. Or I, ahead of time, yeah. you know, because I, I always like to watch the last you do the finale yes, for the next do. season if it's been a year. I started really that other thing you told us about yesterday, Pennyworth. Oh, how about that? That okay? That is a Good. great. Grant, you're gonna grant you're gonna Eat I know up. you you're gonna go all in. Oh, oh yeah, it's, it's so got good. three seasons. I mean, that is. So smart, smart and good and interesting and twisted. And and then don't you always just close your eyes and you go, I can see why Alfred became Michael Caine. Yes. <laughs> In the Batman series. In the so Batman it's the prequel series. to Alfred. Alfred Pennyworth. Yeah. And who he is and how he became, the Wayne. how he became so smart. Because remember, he is the guy who comes up with all of everything, the Batman's gadgets and everything. And, that is a good, that was a good one, Lori. I, cause I was, Casey like, found that. That's a good show. It's on HBO Max. That was fun. I yeah. mean, I only am one. And we in. just didn't know about it because it was on the little scene epics, uh, channel. channel. And when HBO Max bought, did a deal, bought epics or whatever. Right. And it's shot so beautifully. I mean, the picture, I'm telling you, some of these four. K and 5K or whatever they yeah. are. I mean, they look so good yeah, on the no. TV. It was well, good. Amazing. I'm glad you yes. liked Pennyworth. Yeah, and that's a show like I think that couples can watch together. Yes, it's like a show I agree. together. I agree. Um, okay, now this is a show that I can't believe I would be interested in seeing it, but oh. I'm watching Jason's Hot Dish this morning. And as we do every day, every day and to try, know, he I keeps, watch. I we watch Jason he's as every reliable day. to me as entertainment tonight. For he my knows everything. News. So nice. he shows the trailer of FIFA Uncovered, and it's FIFA. N- FIFA is that how you say it? It's okay, soccer. I don't even yep. know. Yep. It's about soccer. FIFA is soccer. Okay, so FIFA Uncovered, and it's Netflix's soccer corruption documentary, which mm-hmm. is coming just in time 
for the World Cup. It'll be released on Netflix on November 9th. Grant posted it for us. That date is just 11 days before the 2022 World Cup in um, Qatar, which will be one of the biggest subjects of this limited series. And when you watch the trailer, all I could think of was FIFA is like the International Olympic Committee. 100%, because when you think about it, the World Cup in soccer is always played in the summer, and Qatar or you call it Cutter, Cutter. got mm-hmm. access to having the next World Cup. They paid and they, money. They're 120 de- degrees every day in the summer to have soccer people run around and everyone would, you know, right. heal over. So now they've moved the whole tournament yeah. to be in the winter. Well, Minnesota, but, the loons made, uh, remember, they did <laughs> that, that here with a hot day. Remember, they the, did that it here. Below zero and all those guys. Yeah, had, yeah. yeah, with the reverse. But yeah. anyway, um, apparently... They're criminal. Yeah, apparently yes. there have been, we've known this since like 2014, mm-hmm. that there's like bribery, but now oh, yeah. the, the U.S. Corruption. Justice Department, you know, indicted 14 people. So they've got a lot more. But uh, I had to laugh. I'm watching the trailer. Being a member of FIFA is described like being in a secret garden and also a criminal organization at the same time. <laughs> I'm like, oh that's, my gosh. That's wow. bizarre. But, but FIFA, I mean, the video I, games my kids have played forever. Yeah. Grant, oh, I'm God, I play I, them yeah. too. Yeah. I would be curious to watch Oh, this. no, I mean, this will be good. The World Cup, when it comes to world stages of sports is one of the big it's it's it's, it's the biggest it's you know biggest. i mean it's the biggest world stage outside yeah. the olympics and the amount of money that is made in exchanging hands illegally and in corruption is beyond me and they're going to do paint really? a nice picture of that yeah, in wow. this documentary so you guys will be watching oh i'll watch this for sure i mean i didn't think i would and then i watched the trailer uh yeah. and then i was like yeah, I would be interested in watching this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I got a review from Casey on the Sinead O'Connor documentary, oh. her music documentary. Yeah. He said it was it was it was pretty good. He said it bummed him out though how badly she was treated. Okay. By the media mm-hmm. that be, that she really was uh vilified because she was a woman. I mean, she tore a picture of the Pope. On the S and L, and people clutch their pearls like you wouldn't believe, you yeah. know. And so again, it's like the Britney Spears documentary. When you look back at, you know, the lens of media, you know, in the night, right. you know, the eighties, the nineties, and you know, I think Madonna tried to make this point with her sex book when she showed a couple of clips of how she was disdainfully treated for how daring to be sexual and however she wanted to do with her book right. and anyway he said that really and i Made said so, it, so you could see where maybe some of her stuff came from yes okay, very much it. so and right. just what a beautiful voice but like basically uh that bad media attention with her starting with ripping the he said mm-hmm. it just started the like the end of her career Right. And then you compare that in contrast to how, like, you know, Kanye West has been out of control since 2018 when he went it to the White House. It was before that. It but, was before okay. that. And people let him get away with it. I'm thinking the 12-minute right. interview yeah. with Jimmy Kimmel, where Jimmy Kimmel just sat there. Yes. Like, what is going on here? Yeah. But did but nothing to stop it. that was around 2018, too. And that was even before that, it I was. think. Okay. Yeah. He's but been... Compare, like, you know, just how... A man, man gets I, away with more. 
Yes, yeah. that a, a man in music can mm-hmm. just yeah yep. do yep. anything, anything, anything. And yeah. he, so you know that was eye opening to Casey. But he liked it. He recommended it. Yeah. But he was like, "It's going to make you really." Yeah, I heard she get shared upset. quite a bit. Yeah, she got real emotional. Like she because they did private interviews from her too, right? Yeah, she she was part of it. Yeah. And, and he, er, anyway, so yeah, he was just like, and you know, and for him. Really, it's got to be powerful for him to like realize, yeah, that was really, she's really treated crappily right. and differently. And right. if she'd been a man, it would have been oh, yeah. over in a second. Did he say, did he think you should watch it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He, oh. yeah. Cause, uh, you know, I like her. I love that one album, The Emperor's New yes. Clothes. And she's an amazing voice. You she know? really does. But it was that wow. moment. Yeah. Yeah. I know. All right. Listen, we come. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Come back. Um, well, some people are calling this a tease. We're we're gonna play it. We think it's more of a hum. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> so um, Rihanna everywhere this morning, and I'm gonna start with uh, Roger Freeman um, uh, talking about. So Rihanna on Friday, we're gonna get a new song that's part of the Wakanda Forever soundtrack. When is Wakanda Forever coming November out? November 11th. Okay. Very, very soon, I believe Julia. it's the 11th. All right. And the song is coming tomorrow night at midnight. And I love the drama with the, uh, these new people. Oh, I know it. I know it. It's and coming at 12, 17 a.m. Is it? But the song, all music releases on Thursday at I midnight. Know. Okay, yep. so the song is a tribute to Chadwick Boseman, who, of course died two years ago. His T'Challa character is killed off in the movie. Rihanna, this will be her first uh, single in six years. In a very long time, yes. It took four people to write Lift Me Up. Roger Friedman giving a little dig there. Yeah, I love it. The press release said it was recorded in no less than five countries. Come on, he writes. Was one of those countries Wakanda? Why does a song need to be recorded in five countries? But whatever. Here is what they're calling a tease. I think it's really more of a hum. Okay, and that's all. And then 10, 28, 22. And then it looks okay. like a, I'm sorry. a superhero I'm sorry. R. But I mean, it uh, sounds like it could just burst into a huge song. I feel like it could be something when yeah. we're seeing the funeral of Chadwick Boseman's Maybe character, T'Challa, King T'Challa. Yeah, like we're going to, because like there's a scene in the trailer where everybody's wearing white and it looks like they're carrying him. I Lift bet you. Me up. I, I bet think you, it's going to yeah. be some huge, like kind of gospel, powerful I like it. anthem. Well, not that. Part, but the I like hum, the idea. The hum is powerful. Yeah, yeah, it worked. That was a powerful hum, Julia. <laughs> okay, as someone who cannot sing, I am going to give it up for that it's, strong. It's a powerful. There we go. It is a good hum. It's beautiful. I'm excited this for her. I'm 
excited we for are her. to hear her voice that we are taking a hum. Listen, we had heard, <laughs> there had been so many rumors that she lost her voice, that she couldn't sing again. She just again. didn't want to sing. Yeah, well, she, that last concert tour that she went she in, she didn't want to even yeah. do the concert tour because yeah. we went. I admire her for following what she wants to do and You're following her so bliss, funny. her heart. You I did I mean? admire when I went to the concert and I she didn't give a rat's I Julia, but I was so shocked that you went. I, I like Rihanna. Honest. I know, but she is, she's yet to uh, be fierce in this doing is a series be interesting. of concerts. Okay, now dates. this is, now that's, when, this is how Grant just look at me. This is how Lori got out of uh-huh. um, saying that we don't know if she's going to do well at the no, Super Bowl. No, she is going to do great <laughs> at no, the Super Bowl. She is yet because to be fierce but it's in a, a twi- series and that's a right. tour. On tour. This was like her opening spot. And she had all those cute clothes that we watched and were designed. But no, it wasn't. She'd been, she'd been on tour no, before. Yes. Not, this was the opening of her ne- tour. But what I'm saying is that her track record with tour that it wasn't a thing that she liked doing. She is great, like to you one, know, come one. on, yeah, come on a show. But like, I think she I love didn't have fun touring. Okay, and it came across in her oh, shows. She dialed it in. It was so bad. Yeah, right. So anyway, okay. Well, I think she's going to be amazing at the Super Bowl. It's only. 13 minutes i mean you can crush it and she has so many songs and everything she really does she does she can she has just so many songs yeah i have no worries about that but no that that whether that was true or not that was rihanna's tour reputation oh god i love it i feel like you're making all I, this no, up i'm no. gonna i'm gonna fact check you later maybe I tomorrow need, I, I, maybe honestly, tomorrow i feel like this is such i might have read it in rolling stone <laughs> okay. i might have discussed it with the music critic but somehow this is not an idea i've put in my head to share with you guys how do you know which are which you put in well, and which are I, real try and, I try and really have a good memory for this kinds of things hey. <laughs> Got to pull from somewhere. Yeah, you know, <laughs> Just, I mean. But you spun that, so what, a track record hey, to perform at a worked. lengthy, a lengthy no. tour. Well, you know what? Some people are can go on the road. They're built for the road. Other oh. people are not. They need I think to that have would be hard. 12 night stands Did in Did anyone call place. to invite me to Keith Urban yet? <laughs> one of our winners, you should take Julia, me. find out who has the Hubbard I d- Suite. I did. And who has it? Not us. <laughs> oh, for crying out loud. Mm-hmm. Well said. Jeez, now you. we've gone on so long, we're not going to be able to play Mary J. Blige was just pouring her heart how, how, out yesterday. Her out? Her heart out. She was at the Join the American Cancer Society and Jill Biden at the White House. And just talking about how, you know, that black women need to be adamant about getting their pap smears and their mammograms their mammograms seriously and and just that that there's sort of like a thing that people have felt like oh you know i don't need to do that and she's like it is hurting us and she said aunties and her mom and she just she got very emotional it was very there was a huge study that came out something with um mammograms and black women there's medical racism well, in that they yeah. they really really need to go and get yes. um, mammograms because it's a, just a different cancer strand that just affects you know I'm not scaring anyone I am half information here but you I'll know. post she post talks Mary about Day. that she talks about that a little bit I'll post this so people can go this look just at came it came out she, this week basically this new news. yeah she just said I want to use my platform to erase 
to ease public uh, conversations about this. This shouldn't be anything taboo. We should be saying right. to our sisters and our neighbors and our friends, girl, have you had your pap smear right. yet? Did you get your 100%, mammogram? 100%. And having it just be out loud and talked about instead of something that you just keep that business to yourself. Because a lot of times it's just a late diagnosis that 100%. is the difference between life and death. And if you just... So anyway, so the preventative screenings, and she's hoping to have an Angelina effect, Mary J. Very Blige. Good. You Very know, like wonderful. Angelina when she wrote the about Braca. the BRCA thing. Mm-hmm. That, and they called it that, the Katie Couric effect. They called it when she got her colonoscopy. And now she camera. has breast cancer. Now she had breast cancer. And she's, she's been very, you know, uh, open about like, um, she said she had delayed it. In the pandemic, she missed a year. I did too. Yeah, but I'm okay. I mean, but I think a lot and of dense people did breasts, learn. and she talked about dense breasts, and so why yeah. are you pointing so, at me? I'm just saying it's October. <laughs> it's breast cancer. We're absolutely in make your mammogram appointments. Find out what when you can get it, and all of that, and 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 you're just you're once a it. year, once a year appointment with your doctor. Mm-hmm. And if you can't go there, call Planned Parenthood. All right, we'll be back. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today. 